Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Welcome to AutoLine Daily. In today's show, Volkswagen is showing some weakness as it tries to conquer the world. Meanwhile, worldwide car sales continue to soar and what it's going to cost Ford dealers to repair that aluminum pickup truck. Now the news. More and more people around the world want their own set of wheels. Wards reports that for the first six months of this year, automakers sold over 43 million vehicles, up nearly 3%. South America was the only region that saw sales fall. Asia is now by far the biggest region, accounting for nearly half of all global sales. North America and Europe are next, accounting for 22% of sales each. If sales continue at their current rate, by the end of the year, they could pass 88 million vehicles. Volkswagen CEO Martin Winterkorn seems to be hedging his bets. Several years ago, he set a goal of VW becoming the biggest car company in the world. But after announcing somewhat mixed second quarter earnings, Winterkorn is now telling shareholders that the company wants to be, and I quote, a leader shaping the future of the automobile. That's not quite as ambitious as before, but the company remains quite a powerhouse. In the last three months, Volkswagen sold 2.6 million vehicles, up nearly 6%, but its revenues fell 2% to $68 billion. Its operating profit also fell 3% to $4.4 billion, but its net profit soared 14% to $4.3 billion. It's kind of unusual to see revenue down while vehicle sales are up. That suggests a weaker mix of vehicles were sold, meaning they sold more cheaper ones, and it suggests the company is using more sales incentives. With Ford going to aluminum with the new F-150, dealers will have to invest in new tools to be able to repair the body. There's been wild speculation on the web that dealers might have to fork out well over $100,000 in new tools but now we have got the official word. At the iCar conference in Detroit yesterday, Paul Massey, the collision product marketing manager at Ford, said dealers would need $34,000 in new tools, assuming they don't have any of them now. The new tools include a MIG welder, a self-piercing rivet gun, dust extractors, and an aluminum wet mix air filtration system. Of course, this doesn't include any training iCar is the inter-industry conference on auto collision repair. Earlier in the week, we reported that the EPA says automakers are a little bit ahead of the curve hitting fuel economy standards in the U.S. But we pointed out that car makers are going to have a much harder time meeting targets as they ramp up over the next few years. And now new data from the University of Michigan's Transportation Research Institute shows just how hard that's going to be. Between 2009 and 2013, automakers had to boost their fuel economy by 0.8 mpgs a year. This year, that rate ramps up to 1.2 miles per gallon per year. And in 2017, automakers are going to have to increase their fuel economy by 1.6 miles per gallon every year until 2025. And that, folks, is 100% more than they had to do in the first few years. So even though they're ahead of the curve right now, it's going to be very difficult for automakers 
to hit the new CAFE standards in the coming years. I'm Charlie Vogelheim, standing on the shores of the San Francisco Bay, where Minnie has invaded the area because they're about to take the states. We'll report on that in just a minute. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. That unique mini culture is at it again. Earlier this week, the company's top executives, plus hundreds of mini owners, started yet another cross country drive that they call Mini Takes the States. Our special correspondent, Charlie Vogelheim, was there for the kickoff. It's early morning. I'm standing on the shores of the San Francisco Bay amongst hundreds of minis as these enthusiastic owners, some say rabid owners, are about to embark on Mini Takes the States. That's a 5,000-mile drive across 18 states, stopping in 14 cities from San Francisco to Boston. This is the fifth time that Mini has taken the states. But this is the first time since David Duncan has taken over the helm of Mini USA. This is one of the premier events that we do with our owners. And we really think that this is something that sets us apart from other car manufacturers. You don't see manufacturers doing owner events like this, particularly at this scale. And if you think about the number of people that are registered to participate in this whole 15-day journey across the country, we have over 350 people that are going to make the entire trip from coast to coast. So it's really amazing. So we're already halfway across the state of California and as you can see Mini is even getting the local dealerships involved. This was the first stop for all the Mini drivers to have lunch and recreate the group, the camaraderie that goes with these fanatical owners. And it really is about the owners for Mini. It's such an important part of this entire marketing effort around Mini Takes the States. Think about what a, a marketer spends to do a 30-second ad or a 60-second television ad. The, the height of that is a Super Bowl ad, 60 seconds is $8 million. 60 seconds, $8 million. So what do you think it's worth to us to have over 400 mini owners join us for 14 days? I mean, that's so much, that's so, such a higher order of math, I couldn't figure it out. It's that priceless. And that is really the ROI that we measure. It's not so much what does it cost us. It's, it's an organic, important investment. It's really why others don't do things like this. And, and for many, it's all about a quality investment and a quality conversation with our owners and that dialogue, treating them more as family and friends than it is customers. So here we are in the streets of Reno, Nevada, the biggest little city in the world. And how apropos, because we got here in the biggest little car in the world. Hundreds of minis have driven across the state of California all day, over the mountains, and they're here in Reno, Nevada, celebrating the first day of Mini Takes the States. Hundreds of minis will continue for the next couple weeks across the country to culminate this journey in Boston. There's great camaraderie, there's mini owners, Everyone's having a great time. There's nothing mini about this event. For AutoLine Daily, this is Charlie Vogelheim. Let's see about now. The caravan is crossing the Painted Desert in New Mexico on its way to Texas. It's pretty amazing when you think of it that over 300 mini owners would take two weeks of their own time at their own expense, mind you, to drive their personal cars nearly 5,000 miles in mini takes the states. That's the kind of devotion that other OEMs would love to have. Hey, be sure to join us for AutoLine After Hours tonight 
Our guest is Matt O'Leary, the Vehicle Line Director for Trucks, SUVs, and Commercial Vehicles at Ford. If you want to get a comprehensive view of Ford's truck strategy, tune in tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, or you can catch it later at Autoline.tv. And that wraps up today's show. Thank you for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.